Hello, beautiful people. I am so glad you're here. Welcome to your Spiritual Guru podcast. I'm your host and spiritual guru, Erin. I've been on my own spiritual journey for the past two years, and it's an honor to walk beside you as you navigate through your own. This podcast is for anyone who is wanting to do inner work, get more in tune with themselves, heal past traumas, and find their inner power. If that's you, then sit tight because this is going to get deep. You ready? Hello, everyone. Welcome back to your Spiritual Guru podcast. If y'all are listening to this when it comes out, it is Friday and it is the Friday after Valentine's Day. I'm actually recording this the day after Valentine's Day. I hope y'all had a great holiday. Mine um, did not go as planned. Uh, A lot of stuff came up and I got sick. And so me and my boo are just going to do celebrate it another day, you know, when both of us are off and, you know, I feel better. But um, I hope that all of y'all had a great holiday and got to spend time with your loved ones and celebrate it however you you celebrate Valentine's Day. Uh, I actually, it's funny that I chose the topic for today. Well, it's actually not funny. I did it on purpose, but I was feeling a lot of anxiety today, mainly because I was just sick and I didn't really get to do a lot on the days that I was sick. And it got me thinking about just like my journey and my struggle with anxiety. And it's something that I don't really talk about a lot, but I feel like a lot of people need to hear more stories around it because it's something that affects a lot more people than you may think. And I think that people have this idea that, you know, once you start doing inner work or, you know, you have like a spiritual journey or, you know, you're enlightened or whatever, that anxiety and depression don't affect you. And that can be further from the truth. But I wanted to just come on here and share what my journey looked like, you know, how I found out about anxiety, all of those things. So I say found out about anxiety because growing up, we really didn't talk about mental health. Like that wasn't a thing, you know, and I'm sure some people can can relate to that, especially in in the black community, like mental health just was not talked about when I was younger. And I don't think I really got information about it or really got to know about it until I was like in college. So after I was 20, right? Now, that's not to say that I didn't already struggle with anxiety and depression before then because most likely I did. I just didn't know what it was, right? So I distinctly remember when this was after I graduated high school, I was in in, uh, college and I was also working at the time. So I was a full-time student, but I was also, you know, working at the, at the mall, like across the street from my college. I was working at Victoria's Secret. So I was in retail, which we all know is a very, very stressful, you know, line of work, you know, customer service, anything like that, serving jobs. It's, it's high stress, you know, it's a high stress environment. And I remember 
I kept feeling like, like when I would take a breath, I, I couldn't get a full breath of air. And I, I just felt like I couldn't breathe like all the time. But I noticed that it would only really like flare up when I went to work. Right. And so I remember calling my, uh, my teacher from my first responder class in high school. If y'all remember that story, uh, we're still very good friends to this day. Like she was at my, um, at my EMT graduation. She said she'll be there for my fire graduation and my, and my paramedic graduation. Like we're still very, very good friends to this day. So I call her, you know, I'm giving her all of these symptoms and I'm like, you know, I, I just don't know what's going on. Like at, by that time I had been to doctor after doctor because I thought I had like a respiratory issue. Like I thought something was wrong with my breathing or my heart or something like that. And all of these doctors are saying like, there's nothing wrong with you. We can't find anything wrong. Like you're healthy, all of this. So I, and remember this, is the time where like, I didn't know what anxiety or depression was. Like I, I didn't, that was not in my radar. Right. And so I remember this conversation with Mel and, and she said, um, you know, I'm, I'm giving her all of, all of these symptoms and explaining how I'm feeling and what I'm going through. And she said, Aaron, it sounds like you're on the brink of a major anxiety or panic attack. And I was like, what, what do you mean? Anxiety? What is that? Like, I was like, huh? I didn't know what she was talking about. And that was kind of the first, like, I guess, um, insight that I got into, what anxiety was. And I was just taken aback because I was like, God, now everything makes sense. And y'all like when I tell you, I feel like, you know, if I'm, if I'm doing hindsight 2020, I think looking back on everything and, and kind of how, how and when things started to flare up, it all started with my mom's passing, right? Because that was a huge traumatic experience for me. And I remember, you know, if you listen to the podcast, I think a couple of episodes back, I, I kind of went through that day of my mom passing and, and everything like that. So if y'all recall, she passed away in her sleep and y'all, my, my, Lord, my poor boy, my poor boyfriends at the time, they probably thought I was crazy. I, I literally remember telling my significant other at the time, whoever I was with, that I needed them to watch me sleep to make sure that I didn't stop breathing. Like I was that afraid of like dying in my sleep. And at the time I didn't, I didn't put two and two together that it's like I was basically traumatized by my mom's death. And like, that was the result. Like I was scared to die in my sleep. And like that, that was the result of that, you know? But I just remember like, I just remember telling them like, you need to watch me sleep so that I, to make sure that I don't stop breathing. Like it, like it's crazy to think about like, how that happened and, and how far, how far gone that seems like it, but also it feels like it was just yesterday. And I also remember a time where, you know, my, my breathing problems, I say that with air quotes for, for those of you who aren't watching me on YouTube right now and can't see me. 
Um, but my breathing problems were so bad one night that I literally thought I was dying. Like I, I thought that I was going to die. Like I remember calling my aunt and my sibling at the time, like, or no, I called my aunt and my cousin and I was like, I'm on the way to the hospital. I don't know what this is. Like, I'm just, I, I don't know what's going to happen. But like, if y'all don't hear from me, like just saying my last goodbyes, pretty much like I literally thought I was dying. And, um, you know, this, this was on the way to the hospital. I had my significant other at the time take me and like, I don't know if that was before or after, I think it was before, um, Mel had told me about you know, the major panic attack. And I feel like that was, that was my major panic attack where I literally thought that I was dying. And from there, you know, the fact that I was able to basically put a face to the name, like, okay, these are the things that I'm experiencing or that I was experiencing. Now I have a title. I have something like legitimate that I can, work to fix, right? Because before it was just, you know, I was feeling this way and I was going to doctor after doctor and they're like, we don't know what's wrong with you, you know? But now I'm like, okay, this is anxiety. Like I, I can pinpoint it now. So now we can work towards, you know, rectifying it. So, you know, I, I tried different medications and it, it took a while to kind of figure out the dosage and the right medication because they were like, I had some side effects with them. And so, you know, that took a minute, but also I also realized that my anxiety stemmed from a lack of knowing. Well, it, it stemmed from two places, a lack of knowing and also the feeling of, so much to do too little time. Right. And it was, it was a constant between those two, like the unknown and, and too much. Right. And so the older I got, especially when I started to, you know, get deeper into my spiritual journey and my inner work, I realized that I needed to work on those elements first and over time, I felt like what I was feeling with my anxiety started to, I, I won't say like I'm completely cured of anxiety, but I feel like I was able to alleviate some of the symptoms and, you know, just the day-to-day -day things because I was more aware of where it was coming from, right? So as, as far as like the unknown, you know, when I started working on my chakras and just really pinpointing like those powerhouses and, and working to heal and open those, you know, the whole sense of control, I, I realized I had a problem with, you know, I, I was a control freak, you know, I, I had to have a plan for everything. I had to know exactly what was going to happen and when, and if I didn't, I just, I couldn't function, right? But I had to realize that's not how life is. Like, you you can't have all the answers. There, you're not going to have all the answers in most cases. You're not going to know everything. And I, I saw a quote once that kind of really just put things into perspective for me. It said, 
worrying about something is the same as putting yourself through it twice, right? So me worrying about something that may or may not happen is basically putting my body through it twice because I'm, I'm, when, when you, when you are suffering from anxiety, your body is literally going into that fight or flight mode. It's like your, your body is reacting as if you're under attack, but there's no threat. There's no danger. So you're, you're literally putting your body through like this turmoil for some, for in some cases, no reason at all. Right. And so that really helped me just to just sit down and be like, look, I'm not going to have all the answers. I'm not going to know everything all of the time. And you know, whatever is meant to be is, is going to be like, I have literally, there's some things that I literally have no control over. And that's the thing. Like, I feel like for me, I was focusing on wanting control over the wrong things instead of focusing on what I can control. And when I focus on what I can control, the things that are meant for me will gravitate towards me naturally. Right. Also, speaking of that, I feel like my anxiety, you know, speaking of like doing the inner work and things like that, I think it was my body's way of telling me when I was in a situation or a place that was not aligned with me. Right. So in retail, you know, especially during that time in my life, like the manager that I had was awful. You know, the, I felt like I was doing everything right or everything that I was supposed to do at the job, but it was like never enough, you know? And remember I said my anxiety would be exacerbated when I went to work. Right. And, you know, my anxiety would flare up in certain relationships. And so it, it was almost like my body's way of telling me like, Hey, something is not right here. Like this is, we don't feel safe here. Like this is not okay. Right. And also aside from, you know, thinking, thinking about what you can and can't control the other flip side of that, which is kind of what exacerbates my anxiety now to this day is like, you know, just like today, so much to do, so little time. And so kind of what helps me with that, I've done a lot of like personal development. Um, I was part of a network marketing community and, you know, I had my own business for a while and I, I still, I still kind of am, you know, a business owner with that company. Um, I've just chosen to kind of take a step back, uh, momentarily to kind of, you know, figure out my next steps. But one of the positive things that came out of that, uh, network marketing community is the personal development. Like you have to develop yourself in order to be the leader, the, the business owner that you want to be. And a lot of the books and podcasts that I was able to, you know, be introduced to change my outlook on life in so many ways. And so with the thought of there's so much to do too little time, it became a matter of just breaking it down. Right. So 
okay, you have so much to do. You feel like there's not enough time. Just do one thing. Just do one thing. And it's amazing to me how that one thing will turn into two or three. And oh shit, in, in no time I got everything crossed off my list that I wanted to do. Just like today. You know, I woke up and I, I was feeling 10 times better than I did the day before. But I was like, crap, like, I gotta wash dishes. I gotta make dinner. I gotta clean up my daughter's room. I gotta clean up the house. I gotta record this podcast. Like, you know, there, there's just so, so much to do. And, you know, I, I dro- after I dropped my daughter off at daycare, I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to do one thing at a time. And, and that's what I did. Like I just boom, boom, boom. And now I've, I've done everything that I needed to do and I still have time left. And now when I pick my daughter up from daycare, I'm not going to have all of these things that I have to do. I can use that time to spend time with her before she goes to sleep. And so that's really helped me in those aspects. Now, do I still suffer from anxiety from time to time? Absolutely. But I think the difference between then and now is that I'm able to identify better when I'm in the midst or in the middle of feeling anxious and being able to sit down and identify where that anxiety is stemming from and focus more on that than just the anxiety, right? So the anxiety is just an umbrella. And I feel like a lot of people maybe use it as a crutch, you know, instead of doing the work to heal whatever it is internally that's triggering the anxiety, they just say, oh, well, I'm just anxious. I just have anxiety and that's it. You know, whereas for me, what really helped me to be able to manage my anxiety without medication or anything like that is to pinpoint because the anxiety doesn't come from just anywhere, right? Something is triggering it. And until you figure out what that something is, it's always going to be a factor. Now, just like I said, I still suffer from, from anxiety, but I'm better able, like, I haven't had a panic attack in years. I can't remember the last panic attack that I had because I'm able to identify where that's stemming from before it gets to that level to that extreme. Right. So that's what I want to share with y'all today. And I hope that resonated or helped someone out there if you're struggling with, with anxiety. And also like, I just want to say it is no shame if you have to, you know, be on medication to help balance yourself out. Like these are mental health issues and they are sometimes just by a lot, like, you, you can't change how your brain is wired sometimes by yourself. You can in some instances, but sometimes you just need that extra push, right? There's no shame in that. And in the beginning of my journey, like I said, I had to be on medication because I didn't know how to balance it on my own. And it just takes time. It takes work. And, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful for the personal development and just the inner work that I've been able to do so that I can, you know, manage it a little bit better on my own. But, you know, if you're starting out and you're still, you know, taking medications, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. The most important thing is just for you to be healthy and happy. And however that looks for you is right for you, you know? So that's all I have for y'all today. Until we meet again. 
Namaste.